Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. And your new Trends Journal's coming your way. And here's the cover. Banking crisis coming. Office building bust. Yep. We were the first to forecast this. You go back to our Trends Journal's back to March of 2020. One article after another since then. They locked down the world. You can't go to work. You got to stay home. And who did it? The geeks did it first. That's right. First the virus hit in Kirkland, Washington. Old age homes. That's who died from the virus. People suffering from pre-existing comorbidities or the elderly. In Italy, the first country to lock out, the average age of the people dying was 81 years old. Again, nothing talk about, you can't talk about health, fitness, and nutrition, natural healing, not allowed. And again, I worked on the book Natural Healing back in 1988. The book came out as a Warner book. So I was prohibited. So the damage done, the geeks were the first to do it. They locked down everything. That guy Dorsey from uh, Twitter at the time, he was supposed to go to South Africa, cancel this trip, told everybody to work from home. And it was great for the tech business. Oh, it boomed. It boomed as people, you know. So now people are staying home day after day after day after day, week after week after week after week, month after month after month. And they're saying to themselves, holy Christ, I'm used to get up five o'clock in the morning to commute an hour and a half. I'm not doing that anymore. And then the people renting the offices say, yeah, stay home a couple of days a week. I don't need all this space. This office building bust is just beginning to make the news. I'll give you a few examples. Commercial real estate values are set to crater as much as 40% by 2025 in six cities. Oh, that's according to capital economics. Hybrid work trend may wipe out $800 billion from office property values by 2030. That's McKinsey's study. You ready for this one? Diversify or die, San Francisco's downtown is a wake-up call for other cities. This is an AP story that came out a couple of days ago. Jack Moganam, manager of Sam's Cable Club Lounge in downtown San Francisco, relishes the days when his bar stayed open past midnight, every night welcoming crowds that jostled on the streets, bar hopped, window browsed, or just took in the night air. He's had to drastically, he had to drastically curtail those hours because of diminished foot traffic and business down 30%. I'd stand outside my bar at 10 p.m. and look, It'd be like a party on the street, he said. Now you see like six people on the street. And down the block, it's a ghost town. Remember, San Francisco was the first to lock down. 
And that breed, the one running the show at the time, the mayor, yeah, she's going out dancing and partying with no mask on, but that was okay. And the other guy, the governor of, of, of California, Gavin Grusom Newsom, going to uh, the uh, place up there in uh, uh, to have dinner, forgot the name of the joint, like $400 a plate as everybody's locked down. After a three-year exile, the pandemic now fading from view, the expected crowds and electric ambiance of downtown have not returned. Empty storefronts dot streets, large going out of business signs, hanging windows. Okay. They call it a pandemic. It's the World Health Organization, you could look this up. On March 11th, 2000, called it a pandemic. I had a discussion with somebody last night. I said, they called it a pandemic in March. I said, how many people do you think died? This is a pro-vax guy. He said about, at that time, a couple of hundred thousand. I said, you're way off. You want to bet? He said, no. I said, well, come on. I said, how about making a bet? He said, no. You ready? Out of 114 countries... 4,219 people died. That's what I, I've worried about. Probably about 6 billion people, 119, 114 countries. You don't say which ones. That's no number. But they call it a pandemic, and they keep calling it a pandemic. So now let's get back to the office building bust. What they're not writing about or barely writing about is how this is going to hurt the banking sector. But today, the equity markets went way up because of strong bank earnings as part of it. Yeah, the bigs, because most of the loans with small and medium-sized banks. This has just begun. When you look at the data, again, this AP story, data bears out that San Francisco downtown is having a harder time than most. The study of 63 North American downtowns by the University of Toronto ranked the city dead last in a return to pre-pandemic activity. Again, it's not pre-pandemic. This is how they're rewriting history. It's pre-politician. It's pre-scumbag pieces of arrogant shit that locked us down, told us what to do, and that's why you have your T-shirt. Hey, politicians, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Hey, I'm Gavin Newsom. I am Andy Cuomo. I'm Witless Whitney. I'm DeWine. I'm some piece of scum crap telling you what to do. Do as I tell you to do. So you want your t-shirts, you go to uh, trendsjournal.com and hit the shop button. And a couple of hours left, if you subscribe now to the Trends Journal, you get a free t-shirt. And these things cost a lot to ship. So it's a real deal. When you subscribe, you get one free. You go to trendsjournal.com. It's only going to last a couple more hours. Okay. Ranked dead last in a return to pre-pandemic activity, garnering only 32% of its 2019 traffic. Rail travel down 33%. You're looking at some studies that are showing up to a 30% office vacancy rate. 
Chicago ranked 45th with major retailers like AT&T, Old Navy, Banana Republic on the magnificent mile of closed or soon will as foot traffic hasn't rebounded. And it goes on. And now they're talking about turning them into housing. No, the buildings that have been built in the last 50 years can't be converted. I'm telling you, the damage that this has done, the COVID war, the people getting vaxxed, remember, no, no vax, no job. No vax, you can't go to college. And of course, in your Trends Journal, a lot of information on the COVID war and the damage it's done. COVID war leads to absenteeism crisis in schools in the U.S. U.S. school children could be losing more ground on learning goals. CDC Journal says agency promoted masks based on unreliable data. COVID scientists who cast COVID lab leaks as conspiracy in 2020 privately said just the opposite. It, all this all these facts are here. And this is only one week. We've covered the COVID war since the beginning. We were the first magazine, the first magazine to call it a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Coronavirus, 106 dead in China, 1.4 billion still alive. The new Black Plague? What the fuck are you telling me 106 people are dead in China when you got 1.4 billion? And the reason they wear the masks over there before is because of the dirty air. And who would have ever believed that people would be mirroring masks? And that became the new abnormal. And I still see people wearing them, walking up and down the street with nobody there. So going back to the economic front, we have uh, the economic update and market overview. We're putting really things putting into perspective. And by the way, China's going down. As I said, the 20th century was the American century, but the 21st century would be the Chinese century because the business of America has been war and the business of China business. But that's changed because China's the one that launched the COVID war on the Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the rat in 2020, and had three years of zero COVID policy that destroyed the lives and livelihoods of hundreds of millions of people. Bottom line, the businesses that are gone don't come back. And then we put all the data in on the exports. And it's not only Chinese exports that are going down. They're going down in, in, in Vietnam. They're going down out of Taiwan. They're going down out of South Korea. And imports are going down. So now when you're looking at the market front, what's boosting it now, it's summertime and the living is easy. People aren't spending the new numbers came out on retail. When you put inflation into it, they're actually negative. People are spending money on services, travel, tourism, that kind of stuff, going to restaurants. But when the summertime ends in the Northern Hemisphere, that's when you're going to see the markets going down. And that's when you're going to see reality set in from the high interest rates. So what else do we have? Dollar value sinks to 14-month low. Oh, death of the dollar? When the Trends Journal covers? Yeah, we've been saying this, and now it's coming. You see gold prices today? Went up almost 30 bucks. What have I been saying for how long? 
when they stop raising interest rates, when the dollar weakens, gold prices are going to go up. Simple as that. And central banks are buying record amounts of gold. Now with the dollar going down and the other currencies going up, they're able to buy more gold because gold is dollar based as is oil and other commodities, a number of them. So what else do we have here? Home mortgage rates top 7%. What does that mean? What's it going to mean to the, to the housing market? We don't see a housing crash. At the very worst, we see prices going down a little bit. We'll show you where the big ones are going up and where the big is going down. And what else do we have? Trends on the global economic front. Yep. When the economy fail, fails, jobs go with it. There's our 47th week of listing these. All the jobs going down. All the jobs going down that they barely report on. Oh, and self-sufficient economies. Latin America, Russia, they're all going to become more and more self-sufficient as they want to deglobalize. This is big. Just, just today it was announced in Russia that... Uh, a handful of companies, like 20 companies, but like $40 billion worth of uh, assets from companies that left, like 110 companies that left Russia, stopped doing business there. They bought these things at bargain prices. Russia has all the cultural, scientific, and technological and natural resources to be more self-sufficient. So you're going to see more and more countries deglobalizing and becoming self-sufficient. And this brings in a lot of entrepreneur opportunities. And what else do we have here? Oh, Bank of Canada, they raised interest rates to a 22-year high, but will they keep raising them? Well, they just had some new data coming out today that may change the tune. And spotlight on China, China's economic struggle. And again, a whole spotlight on the office building bust. I mean, we're giving you information. You're not getting anywhere, any place, anyhow, for the grand total of $2.86 a week. And again, if you subscribe within the next couple of hours, you get your T-shirt. Hey, politicians. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? And the back of the T-shirt says the same thing. Yep. So then we have Ukraine war trend update. Putin agrees with Trends Journal. Don't count on Ukraine's counteroffensive. Congress hates peace. House easily defeats calling for limits to Ukraine funding. Isn't that great? Yep. There's, your, there's our cover. And Putin just came out and said this yesterday. Don't count on the counteroffensive. This is terrible what's going on. And again, you don't hear a peep about peace. The religions got locked, Joe. I guess the Quakers, you know, they, 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 there's no preachers for peace. Where are they? The Quakers, like a girl buried in an earthquake. The Seventh-day Adventists are waiting for the eighth day. The Catholics, the Jews, the Muslims. Where, where are all of them uniting for peace? And we're going to be having a peace rally in Union, uh, the United Nations uh, coming up in two weeks. We'll give you the information soon. And I'll be one of the speakers there. And where are the billionaires putting their money up for peace? Well, they're making their caskets bigger so they can line it with all their dough and take it with them. And the multimillionaires, not a penny for peace. 
We are on the verge of nuclear annihilation. The world is going down in front of our eyes with this he, him, her, she, they, them, all this madness going on. You're watching the end of civilization unfold before our eyes. If we don't change it, it's going to be over. And again, we have special guest articles by Dr. Joseph Mercola, another great article by John Anisha Whitehead, targeted for tyranny. We are all suspects under government's pre-crime program. And the presidential reality show, Chris Christie, calls an un unlimited buffet of weapons for Ukraine. That slobby little fat boy that couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag comes out shooting his fat mouth off that he wants more, 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 more weapons going to Ukraine. I want them to have every weapon they need to be able to win. And this is a proxy war. Oh, yeah, it's a proxy war. He admits we're at war with Russia. The job of a leader is not following the polls. This is what leader? This slob leading me? What are you kidding? And that's who you have all around the world. Arrogant jerks off in a country near you telling you what to do. Anybody that supports the Ukraine war, go over there and fight. Take your money. Take your family. Go over there and fight or shut your mouth. And again, people have no idea. I talk to people, the libtards. Oh, well, you know, that Putin's a real villain. It's terrible what he's done. I said, do you have any idea of the uh, overthrow of the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych, as we wrote in detail in the Trends Journal by the United States, the coup of the, the Ukrainian government, the violation of the Minsk Agreement, the promises that NATO wouldn't move money further. But now I don't even want to get in a discussion with them. It's a waste of time. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men since Samuel Adams. And you are that irate, tireless minority. We have to unite. So do what you can to occupy peace, to support us. We're doing everything we can to support you. Yep. And then that guy, Pencilhead Pence, he said, I believe that it's in the interest of the United States of America to continue to give Ukraine military the resources they need to repel Russian invasion. You're not going to repel the Russian invasion. They're going to win. And Pencilhead, you go over there and you go fight. Yep. I'm going to give the Ukraine everything they need, Pencilhead. Now, this is terrible what's going on. This is terrible. This is terrible. I believe that the United is in the interest of the United States of America to continue to give Ukraine military the resources they need to repel the Russian invasion and restore their sovereignty, he goes on to say. Yep. Anybody that says that you can't, here it goes, get in a discussion with Tucker Carlson. Your concern is that the Ukrainians, the country most people can't find on the map, Carlson said, Carlson said who have received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks? I think it's a fair question to ask, like, 
Where is the concern for the United States? It's not my concern, Pence replied. Tucker, I have heard that routine from you before. It's not my concern. Anybody that says we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. Solve our problems at home? Oh, another uh, train just crashed. Some 40-something cars derailed over in Pennsylvania. The roads are rotting in front of us. Homeless, filling the streets. We got more homeless articles in this Trends Journal. People can't afford living paycheck to paycheck. And you got a clown like this saying, this leader of the free world. What free world are you talking about? The free world over there in uh, France. When you give Macron the finger, the, the president, you get fined, what? It was like about 20,000 euros and get a year in jail for doing that. One after another. What free? It's not our business to be overseas. It's our business to protect America, to secure the homeland. So anyway, your trends journals fill with articles, and I just touched it. Trends in cryptos, trends in technocracy by Joe Duran, the brilliant technocracy king of the world here who really writes about it, his new book here, Be Human, Essays on Countering Transhuman Self-Destruction. You get it on Amazon. Trends in cryptos, trends in the COVID war, trends in politic, geopolitics, trends I view, trends in high-tech science by Ben Davis, and a whole special section on trends in AI. We're giving you what nobody else gives you. So subscribe to the channel and subscribe to the Trends Journal. Won't be doing the judge tomorrow. But we'll be back with him next week. And I'll see you soon. Trend the Trends Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. Less than $3 um, per week for uh, almost 200 pages, ad-free, great articles. The world's foremost trends forecaster, Gerald Salente. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. Been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 30, 35, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200 page document, pure data driven analysis. Gerald Salente, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at Trends Journal dot com.